Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. We've got Larry on his phone down there in the south. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. Um... Hopefully you don't have any bad weather to knock your phone out this time. But uh, anyway, I wanted to start with a, a prophecy I read a little bit ago, and I'm only going to excerpt one paragraph of it because it's importance. My prophets and messengers have warned continuously on my behalf. This is Jesus now he says, speaking. I have called pleaded, and invited you to come no matter what. Yet few do come. Now, he's not saying believe. He's saying come to me. Uh, There's a big, big difference between believing and coming to Jesus Christ. Many say I prayed the sinner's prayer. I am saved. I say lies, lies, and more lies. Have you read my word since? Have you cried over your lives, asked forgiveness? Have you accepted the sacrifice of my son? Have you been baptized? So here it is. Why, then, is the sinner's prayer, or the so-called ABCs of salvation, which you hear about all the time, a lie of all lies that damns millions of Christians to eternal ruin? Well, it's a very good question. Why is that a fact? Well, here are some clues. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. We've got other things to talk about, but this is probably the most important of all. Uh, from Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. I want you to notice, dividing asunder soul and spirit. Okay? Another one. John, uh, chapter 3. The same, Nicodemus, came to Jesus by night. And said unto him, Rabbi, we know thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus then saith unto him, How can these things be? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Art thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that which we do know, and testify that we have seen, and ye receive not our witness. If I told you of earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Here's the deal. The flesh. He divides the flesh, the soul, 
the carnal mind, which Paul explicitly states is an enemy of God by its very nature, because we're fallen creatures. It hates the true God. So what we do, evidently, humanity, has made up now over 4,200 religions, many philosophies, all of which deny the commands of Christ to enter in. The sinner's prayer is really just a flesh prayer, a carnal mind prayer. The inner hidden heart is totally unmoved by any of it. So how do you get from the flesh which Jesus said, these things are the flesh prophets, nothing. These things I say unto thee are spirit. What's he talking about? Well, there's a big difference between your carnal mind, your conscious heart, and your inner spirit heart. And the only way into that is the straight gate and narrow way. And that's why Jesus commanded everyone to walk it, to come to him. He didn't say just believe in him or have faith in him. He said over and over, come to me, come to me. And he says, uh, you read the scriptures daily thinking that in them you shall have eternal life. But they are just a testimony of me. And you will not come to me that you might have life. Big, huge difference. Anyway, I could spend a lot of time on it, but I want to get into some other things. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, more than 270 UFO sightings have been reported over the last eight months, according to the Pentagon, probably a whole lot more than that, actually. And uh, here's another one that's kind of interesting, because the strong delusion is really very strong indeed. We've talked about this before. Actress Goldie Hawn says aliens touched her in the 1960s. It felt like a finger of God, she says. Strong delusion. Folks, <laughs> there's a reason why Jesus told you to get out of this matrix. Because this matrix is going to have an arrival. This matrix is going to have the... Uh, Aliens coming down here and doing all kinds of miracle stuff. It's a deception. It's a delusion. Anyway, um, a friend of mine wrote this. This pertains to what's going on over in Israel, and Larry's really been uh, getting into that one. Is Gaza, and this is a very interesting question, the least of all of the Arab Muslim nations. Remember where it says in uh, prophecies against Babylon, surely the least of them shall draw Babylon out. And I thought that was kind of interesting. And also wanted to just mention Larry's vision of the missiles of October appears to be <laughs> coming to pass. Anyway, Larry, um, what's going on? Albert Pike, Grandmaster Mason. World War III has begun, long planned and scripted. Um, what do you think? Is that what we're watching? Well it, <laughs> well, it seems like something is happening in Israel this evening. And uh, oddly enough, this is October the 27th. Uh, by the way, I did find out, you remember I, uh, we talked about on Wednesday night, I mentioned that uh, Russia was doing a nuclear attack drill uh, yes. called GROM, G-R-O-M, if you'll remember. Mm -hmm. And I, I wasn't aware of what that was, but uh, my friend Don, he sent me a translation of GROM, and that is a term for thunder. And so I also, you know, what crossed, what crossed my mind was, are we in a time frame where maybe we're about to experience one of the seven thunders? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Um, here's something that's going to be controversial to a lot of people I want to read before Larry gets into this, what's going on over there, because there's a ton of updates and things that you need to know about. Son of Hamas leader blows the whistle. They are a globalist psyops group. Okay? Now, 
The following expose has generated more debate than any other video posted by alternative media this year. But why? Particularly in light of the inconvenient facts that have been revealed rather, about Hamas, and especially since the Israeli-directed surprise attack supposedly carried out by Hamas. Now, you have to understand something about Israel. Israel is fallen just like America is. Israel is sinful just like America is. Uh, They have to atone for their Christ rejection. It's called Jacob's Trouble. It's called Daniel's 70th week. It's called a number of things. Tribulation. doesn't matter what you want to call it. It's a time of really intense trouble. Anyway, it has been proven, he says in this article, beyond any doubt that Hamas was a creation of the CIA, MI6, and Mossad, just as al-Qaeda, ISIS, al-Nursa Front, and Afghan Mohadeen were spawned by them. This is what the Zio Anglo-American Axis has always done. They create the terrorist organization so they, the U.S., U.K., and NATO, can serve as a protection racket in any nation they want to either totally take over or completely destroy. Now, you've got to understand something about the prophecies of Babylon, the hammer of the whole earth, those that go in and cause all kinds of strife and trouble. And in the end, God says, don't you think that all those you went in to spoil are not going to come in and take care of you? And this is what we're walking into. This is a huge trap uh, for Babylon that we're getting ourselves into. It is really, it's a a snare. And uh, anyway, he says, hasn't this always been the MO of NATO, which is also well known as the North Atlantic Terrorist Organization? Well, then, why is it so difficult for folks to correctly comprehend that Hamas was birthed by the same parents within the Western intelligence community? Now, this has been vetted long before now. We've known this for a long, long time. What they say, though, is they just got out of control, and we don't control them anymore. That's their reply of it all. But why would you do that in the first place? Anyway, I just wanted to... Uh, bring that up. It's controversial, I know. But if you want the big picture of sin, human depravity, fallen human nature, there it is. It, <laughs> humanity is suicidal. We just love to play with our nuclear toys, and that's what we're coming up to pretty soon, I think. Anyway, okay, Larry, what do you got from inside? This is really getting nasty over there. Well, I got, uh, and, and matter of fact, you may want to go to Hal's site and put on the top link and then scroll down. Uh, there's a whole lot of stuff he's got that he's put in red that I don't even have right now in my notes. But uh, okay. I was going to mention you, you were talking about the upsurge in uh, UFOs. Isn't it odd that generally when something about is about to happen involving Israel, that's what happens? Yep. Exactly. I think what we're watching, a lot of this stuff is spiritual warfare that's spilling over into our time-space continuum. It's actually uh, spiritual warfare. And uh, this happened a long time ago, if you will recall, when um, the angel, they had to call in the angel Michael, if I recall right, to withstand the Prince of Persia. And um, they fought for 21 days before they were able to break through. I mean, there is a stronghold over this planet. And people don't believe in Satan, that old serpent. They just don't really comprehend he's real. And he has a leasehold on our planet. And therefore, because he has a leasehold, that's why Jesus says when he comes in to get his people, he's a thief. He steals his people out. And it's a grand deception is how he does it anyway um um, yeah this thing with hal turner is really something else anyway um where do you want to go with it larry 
if you've got that in front of you, you could go ahead and begin to lay out what's happened this evening for the last three hours if you want to. Uh, I've got some notes, but you've got it right in front of you. You can just scroll down and begin to give highlights of what's going on. People well, we got a lot of updates. Yeah, there's a lot of updates. I want to read one of them. We regret to announce complete cessation of all communications. Now, they're talking about everything, all communications, all Internet services with the Gaza Strip in light of the ongoing aggression. The intense bombing in the last hour destroyed the last international routes linking Gaza to the outside world, in addition to the routes previously destroyed during the aggression, which led to an interruption of all telecommunication services from the beloved Gather Strip. Now, this is, of course, from J-A-W-W-A-L, which is part of the Palestinian thing. Palestinian Cellular Communications Company reports total disruption to mobile Internet services. So there's a big blackout. Now, updates about 340 says Israeli naval vessels have begun shelling the northern tip of the Gaza Strip. This is in addition to ongoing airstrikes and artillery shelling. Reports of general mobilization announced by the Palestinian resistance in the West Bank. So they're going to war in the West Bank as well, obviously. IDF spokesman Rear Admiral Daniel Hagare says that the military has ramped up airstrikes in the Gaza Strip in the last few hours. The Air Force is striking underground targets very significantly. Ground forces are expanding the ground activity this evening. Palestinian Red Crescent says has lost contact with its, all its operation headquarters in Gaza. IDF spokesman announced the great forces are expanding, or the ground forces are expanding ground operations this evening. IDF set to expand ground operations in Gaza tonight. Israel considers giving up its hostage deals and just simply fully invading Gaza. U.S. President Biden has been briefed by the national security team of updates regarding the situation of Israel in Gaza. And there's more. Iran foreign minister says they have pressed the button. Uh, Hal Turner says, I take this to mean the ground offensive is a go. And, of course, you remember what Iran said. You go in there, and uh, basically it's war. Israeli diplomatic officials have stated tonight they believe Hamas has been dragging their feet on hostage negotiations within Qatar in order to delay or halt an Israeli invasion of the Gaza Strip, that despite the claims made by the last few days by U.S., Egyptian, and Qatari officials, there has been no breakthrough that has been seen further stating we are finished with waiting. Columns of Israeli tanks on the move. That was from 348. Update time. Hamas officials tell the Financial Times the organization did not expect this much of a response from America after the 7th of October attack, adding, we are now seeing the entrance of the U.S. into the battle, and this we didn't count on. Hamas, we told Israel and Washington and Western capitals responsible for the massacres ongoing in Gaza. Oil prices surged by 3%. Hamas calls on Arab countries and the international community to help stop the crimes and massacres against our people. Well, I want to stop right there, Larry, because this is really going to ignite the world against Israel, don't you think? What's your take on that? Well, it seems like it's exploding everywhere uh, uh, with this. Even the U.N. has been unable to uh, stop it with all their rhetoric. As a matter of fact, they had the uh, when the Iranian uh, foreign minister was addressing the U.N., I believe it was yesterday, the uh, Israeli ambassador to the U.N. objected and interrupted the Iranian and... Uh, the uh, U.N. security group forcefully drug him out of, of that assembly. 
So this is uh, this is uh, has lots of connections. Yeah. Well, everybody should know if they don't. The United Nations is an enemy of Israel. It's an enemy of God. It is the fourth beast of Daniel. It's Antichrist to its core. It's communist to its core. It's running all of the invasions of our border, and we can prove that. From the South America, people have gone down there, and they all say, well, it's the U.N. U.N.'s financing all this. And, of course, they're the takedown of the United States. The U.N. Charter is uh, diametrically opposed to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. One's communist, the other is uh, independent. That's why it's, you know, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. That's what made America great. That's why we became the greatest nation on earth. And, of course, our colleges were infiltrated by these communist professors, and look at what we have now. So it's just a part of the destabilization of the United States, which was long forecast by the protocols, which everybody says don't exist, but everything that they said was going to be done is being done. So actually it does exist. Anyway, Israeli tanks are now storming into Gaza, and I think they've lost quite a few. Update 402, Israeli tanks have now begun crossing the northern border into Gaza. And uh, meanwhile, up at the West Bank, there is a shootout between Hamas and the IDF at the Natsani Oz checkpoint region. Three homemade bombs were thrown at Israeli soldiers at the checkpoint. Another flash update from Israeli Defense Force. The expanded activity into Gaza is not the anticipated larger operation, which would tend to think this is only the beginning. Is that how you would interpret that, Larry? Well, ironically, you know, I'd called you earlier to let you know Dan Gordon was being interviewed on Fox News and another Mm -hmm. Israeli individual and ironically, uh, the information was they seem to think that what we're watching, that it's only been playing out of two or three days, is something that's going to last 30 or more days. So I really don't know how to answer that. Uh, but this thing could go south real easy. Yeah, because we got Syria, we've got Iran, we've got... <laughs> we got a lot of enemies along with Israel. I mean, they just hate the United States, and they hate um, Israel. They hate Christianity, blah, 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 on and on it goes. Anyway, the Jordanian deputy prime minister states that Israeli invasion of the Gaza Strip has begun. So we have full verification that it's on. Large IDF infantry, armored forces operating in several towns, exchanges of fire, Massive airstrikes reported just in 412. Rocket attacks have begun against U.S. facilities in both Syria and Iraq. So Iran's behind that, and uh, that means full-scale war, basically, if we respond. Now, Biden, so far, really hasn't done anything with these attacks that have happened. I think there's, what, 13 or 14 attacks that have taken place, and he hasn't done anything. So whether they're going to respond or just use rhetoric, uh, who knows? Anyway, well, if you read, uh, Rock, if yeah, you, go ahead, Larry. If you, if you read a little further down, you'll find out we're attacking Iranian militias in uh, Syria and Iraq by air. Okay, so we are going to respond. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Entire West Bank erupting. Breaking. People in the West Bank have risen against the invasion of Gaza. Um, so here we have a divided Israel, essentially. And large, like we have over here. I mean, the demonstrations against Israel in favor of the Palestinians, which are not Palestinians, they're Philistines. That's Philistines. They're the ancient enemy of Israel. Nobody in the Arab world wanted anything to do with them. That's why they got dumped where they got dumped. I mean, read your history, folks. Um, Nobody wants them. And those that have 
gone across the border into Egypt. I think Egypt doesn't want them either. Nobody wants them because they're troublemakers. All they do is stir up trouble wherever they go. Anyway, uh, going back to this, people in the West Bank have risen against the invasion of Gaza, and uh, they are chanting, Gaza will not kneel. Large explosions have now been reported at the El Amor oil fields in northwestern Syria, which houses the U.S. Operations Bank, 424 p.m., reports of Egyptian Air Force and Israeli Air Force airborne over the Egyptian-Israeli border. Why did Egypt put fighter jets up, and why is Israel mirroring them? Uh, well, of course, Egypt is a long enemy of Israel. In fact, a point, uh, yeah, they've had a peace treaty that was ironed out a long time ago. But uh, just in, it says, Egypt deployed air defense systems to the Sinai Peninsula. Egypt certainly isn't doing that over the Palestinians. So is Egypt going to go to war against Israel? Okay, then update 431. IDF infantry and armored forces are now reporting that, uh, and I can't pronounce these names, in the Gaza Strip, gunfire and heavy airstrikes reported. Egypt, Grand Ayman of Egypt's, condemns the, what Israel is now doing in Gaza, blind terrorism, clear violations of all conventions and all norms, from inside the Gaza via sources with Turkey cellular SIM card, the area of, I can't pronounce any of these, uh, being annihilated into oblivion. Let's stop there. It, it does appear that this is scorched earth, Larry. From some of the intel that I've been receiving, Stuart, uh, Israel has taken heavy losses in the tanks and armor, and a lot of their troops apparently are being injured or killed. And so this is just intel. This is raw intel. It's not vetted. But they are saying that Israel now is going on a scarred earth battle. So they're going to level Gaza, basically. Well, when you go scorched earth, uh, you don't try not to hit anybody. Yeah. So evidently, they've given up on even getting the uh, uh, hostages out, it sounds like to me. Yeah. That's that's what I'm reading from what, you know, you've been reading also, uh, that uh, I think Netanyahu was trying to hold back and get hostages, but uh, Hamas was playing the, you know, get ready for invasion game and getting yeah. their uh, missiles that, and uh a lot of the, and this is the thing, a, a lot apparently are AT-4s. That's U.S. Uh, anti-tank missiles that they're using. And now where did they get them? Ukraine? Afghanistan? Did we Afghanistan, provide them? most likely. I mean, yep. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. That's why they were probably deliberately left there. None of this, folks, none of this is by accident. They did the same thing in Korea. Before Korean War started, the U.S. deposited all kinds of weapons over there. Why did they do that? Well, because they knew there was going to be a war in Korea. That's why. All of this is scripted. All you got to do is uh, um, read the prophecies and read between the lines, not necessarily what is said, but a lot of what is not stated about how Babylon the Great is uh, really, a, I don't know how to word it, not a very nice nation behind the scenes. Let's put it that way. Okay, from Russia, Israel has just declared the beginning of ground operations in Gaza. So we're getting all kinds of um, confirmations. Judgment Day is announced. Now the most important event have to follow. All U.S. efforts to prevent or at least to delay it were in vain. This is a war, get this one, this is a war between Islamic world and the collective West. What did Albert Pike say? Same thing, identical. This is the Albert Pike Third World War. 
no question about it. Initial reports of explosions over the city of Iliad, southern Israel. So evidently, missiles are coming in. Turkish President Erdogan is urging residents to come out tomorrow for a rally in support of Palestine. You watch what happens here in the United States tomorrow. Um, anyway, 457. In an update, I reported Yemen was launching ballistic missiles at Israel. At the moment, or, or, or at the update, I reported explosions over the city of Iliad. Moments ago, Hezbollah's official channel posted a message from a member of Yemen's movement with a single word, Iliad, following recent explosions in the southern Israeli city. Hezbollah has previously hinted at involvement if Israel pursued ground invasion. With its posting saying, Iliad, Yemen, becomes the first outside country to attack Israel over the Gaza situation. UN General Assembly adopted a draft resolution calling for the immediate, permanent, and sustained humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza, demanding a cessation of hostilities. And, of course, that's absolutely useless. Naval assault by Israel. This is a land, area, and sea, or land, air, and sea invasion of Israel. It's obviously outvoted. Netanyahu was holding back and said he would not sign the war declaration. Well, obviously, Larry, they've outvoted him. And uh, how does that work over there for the people that don't know? Well, I'm not familiar with it either, but they, they formed to go into this war what they call a war cabinet or a war council. And mm -hmm. Netanyahu, of course, is sitting over that. However, my understanding is that uh, if, if enough ministers in that war cabinet, uh, including Gallant, who, who's very much a hawk, uh, and the defense minister, if they choose, along with some of the main generals in Israel, they can go to war without Netanyahu's approval. And that may be what we're watching. And then, again, he may have signed it. I, I just don't know. Mm. Well, he was outvoted, that's for sure, because we had just read. Now, that, of course, may have been just sleight of hand, where they read he wouldn't sign it, and uh, therefore they weren't going to do anything. That may have been a strategic public move to throw everybody off guard, because almost immediately after that was said, he went in. Anyway, um, Land, air, and sea assault, it's really bad news over there. They're really pulverizing. Spain's social rights minister says after communications were cut off in Gaza, the objective is now clear. They want even more impunity to commit the worst atrocities. This is what the world's going to start saying, folks. We warned you about this uh, when this thing first began. Update 508, claims now pouring in saying Yemen missile struck Iliad, Israel. Um, 512, Syrian army artillery in Dara has begun shelling Israeli army positions in the Golan Heights. Syria has now become the second outside country to begin attacking Israel over the Gaza situation. At this hour, both Yemen and Syria are now apparently in the fight. Al Jazeera reports, we are, not, we are not all right. Human body parts are everywhere. Missiles are aimed at everyone. The bombing of Gaza does not stop for a second. And he's got urgent. 5.19 p.m. Coastal areas of Gaza report that American troops of Delta Force unit are fighting on the ground. Two senior U.S. officials have told CBS News that the Israeli strikes and ground operations tonight in Gaza Strip appear to be the rolling start of a full-scale invasion of Gaza. Update 7 p.m. State Department recommends that all U.S. citizens in Lebanon leave now while commercial flights remain available due to the unpredictable security situation. And uh, military observers, Israeli army has so far failed 
with a ground invasion and is practicing scorched earth policy through indiscriminate bombing of Gaza. So what else have you got, Larry? Does that about cover it for what we know now? Well, some of the intel is coming in that seemed to indicate that there's a huge bunker used by Hamas that was constructed right under the hospital in Gaza, in Gaza there. And wow. that's the one where they blowed up the parking lot and, and made it, you know, appear that it was Israel. But that wasn't Israel, actually. And uh, yes. they, I've got uh, Breitbart here, Breitbart News, alert. Israel expands ground operations in Gaza. U.S. strikes targets in Syria as a wider fear, wider warfare grows. Alex Jones posted, says, U.S. National Security Agency put on 24-hour watch alert as Israel ground operation nears. Breitbart then posted an exclusive. This was only about an hour ago. National Security Agency put on 24-hour watch amid Middle East attacks on U.S. troops underway. And, of course, we know that uh, once it started that, uh, you know, Iran's using their proxies, which they call them Iranian militias that are in Iraq and in Syria and that region of the world. Well, they've begun to attack all U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria and that, that area of the world. So... As this grows, and it does appear it's going to grow, uh, this doesn't look like it's going to settle down. Uh, you're going to have problems, and that's one of the concerns you mentioned tomorrow. Uh, I would assume that uh, the Palestinian protesters will just come out soon, and they're going to become more violent because when this uh, last little Palestinian thing uh, was going on you know, in the U.S. a couple of days ago, I was looking at, a, and, and at some of the uh, news feeds that I was watching was looking closely into who was there, and a lot of these supporters of Palestine were Antifa and Black Lives Matter, which means oh. the violence will begin. Yeah. There's another headline. Fears of wider war grow, which we already know is already happening, as the Kremlin says U.S. strikes in Syria are a very bad sign of a broader regional tensions and, dev- and demand or defends inviting Hamas delegation to Moscow after Israel described the decision as deplorable. Former White House advisor says war could be triggered across the entire Middle East. Kremlin spokesman says U.S. strikes would further stoke tensions in the region. Experts warn the region is teetering on the edge of deep and dangerous abyss. And uh, we've also had other little comments coming from Russia. And don't forget, Russia put the monster Salmart Satan II missile complex is on full alert. They've never rescinded that, folks. And I don't know how many they've got, but they've got enough to obliterate the United States. If they choose to. Anyway, what else you got there, Larry, you want to bring up? Well, something that's kind of interesting that came up this morning. This was before all of this started uh, on the war room this morning, October 27th. Steve Bannon was talking with Jack Posobiec. And, of course, Jack is uh, retired, uh, I think he was naval intelligence. But anyway, he said this this morning. He said, leadership in the United States thinks it is playing our enemies. But all along, Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran have been playing the U.S. leadership and have been exhausting U.S. munitions and corruption of the U.S. military in full swing, knowing this, that the United States cannot fight multiple wars. Yeah. That would be, uh, you know, you read about China and what's going on over there and how they're moving their roll-on, roll-off, I guess they're huge kind of ferries for military operations, and they're headed to Taiwan. Um, This could explode all over the world, folks. That's the problem. It uh, it would be foolish on the part of the Chinese not to take advantage of this. While America is involved over there, 
uh, like Larry just said, how are we going to fight any of this? Our military has been basically devastated to a degree. Now, we do have a lot of, and I posted some of that on our Substack, high-tech weaponry. And if you read um, some of the prophecies, it appears that uh, we do pulverize Iran after Iran decides it wants to strike out. And that may be happening right now. And uh, anyway, I guess uh, U.S. attacks Syria. U.S. military launched airstrikes early Friday on two locations in eastern Syria, which the U.S. claims are linked to the Iran's Revolutionary Guard Corps. Uh, the uh, Pentagon said the strikes were in retaliation for a slew of drone and missile attacks against U.S. bases and personnel in the region. Uh, this appearing to be almost like a, uh, how do I say, an energy war. Usually it's fought over money or it's fought over energy. So I don't know. What, what else you got, Larry? You want to bring well, up? This, this is eerily uh, some of what Henry Gruber warned about. Here's what he said. Uh, and as a matter of fact, he, he talks about Psalm 83, 1 through 5, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll just read it real quick. It says, Keep thou not silent, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make atonement, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, Come, and let us cut them off from being a... Uh, from being a nation, that the name of Israel may no more be remembered. For they have consulted together with one consent, they are confederate against thee. And he, he goes on and he talks about uh, uh, the church and condition and, and all of this. But then he says something kind of interesting. He says, uh, he says uh, however, we live under the shadow of the U.N., for you mentioned that, Mm-hmm. And says that he said that wants Israel to conform to its mandate for Tel Aviv to be the capital of Israel, but God's word says Judah and Jerusalem, not Judah and Tel Aviv. World leaders get together and try to force Israel to retreat back to Tel Aviv and give Jerusalem to the Islamic people. They are convinced that this would guarantee peace in the Middle East. And, of course, uh, what's interesting is, you know, the one I call the guy with the big foot, the foot in the door, Trump, mm-hmm. you know, everything yeah. was going fine, you know, under Obama. You know, Obama had Israel where he wanted them. Him and Biden hated Israel, and they restrained them. And guess what? For the four years, though, that Trump had his foot in the door, he blessed Israel. He blessed Israel with lots of uh, military uh material and, 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 you know, equipment. And yep. and one of the things he did, Stuart, that blew everybody's mind was when he declared Jerusalem was the capital of Israel and put and moved the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, and they like to have went crazy. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting thing because Israel does a lot of really nasty, nasty stuff, but... God says, anyone who comes against those people, I'm going to deal with them. And uh, as I said, Israel has to go through their time of Jacob's trouble. And if you read Zechariah, two-thirds of uh, Israel pretty much decimated and destroyed uh, before this is over. And uh, as I've said before, Israel has to atone. And uh, this is it's all right there. Uh, Here's another headline. China says Taiwan government is risking a dangerous war. China's defense ministry on Thursday accused Taiwan's Democratic Progressive Party of pushing the island towards a dangerous situation of war at an accelerated pace after reports that Taipei uh, planned to buy military drones. Chinese military defense said pushing Taiwan into a dangerous situation of war and violence at an accelerated pace. So here we go, folks. War 
everywhere, it seems like. Another war. Pakistan and India are exchanging gun, artillery, and rocket fire in Kashmir. Uh, war breaks out. You had a friend who said war would break out suddenly everywhere. Is that what we're watching? It almost sounds like it. Well, it's very possible. That was a friend of mine. Remember, he was the, the guy I called a sensitive in uh, California. Yeah. And, and, you know, he sent me that word. He said that uh, he had that experience where he was shown that war just broke out literally everywhere. And uh, we and you mentioned it just now, and I did bet that. And uh, apparently uh, in Kashmir, the Indian forces are exchanging artillery fire with the Pakistani forces, and it's the Pakistan regular army. They're not. They're not. Uh, you know, uh, trading rounds with. Uh, you know the uh, Kashmir people. They're. They're. You know. The, it's the real uh, army of India firing artillery at and getting artillery fired back from the Pakistani army themselves. And and by the way, a couple of days ago, I knew something was up because. They said that the Pakistani army had physically seized all the nuclear weapons in Pakistan and take them, put them under the military control. Now, you only do that when you're planning on possibly using one. So this thing, you know, I know we worry about China, which seems like they're about ready to go after uh, Taiwan. North Korea is about ready to go after Japan and South Korea. Uh, Iran's ready to just get involved with everybody in the Middle East, and us too if we get involved. Russia's about ready to put an end to Ukraine and take on the U.S., and now we've got Pakistan, which has treaties with Russia and China, and I believe Korea, and that's a, and everybody's got nukes. I mean, it's not like we have to bring somebody in with some nukes. Everybody's got nukes. Yeah. Yeah, this can go, well, we're at the time of the end. We're definitely moving rapidly into Jacob's trouble if we're not already in it. And uh, we don't really know yet. Uh, We have some clues. We had the U.N. and their seven-year agreement that Israel joined into as well. And odd that they chose a seven-year agreement as they did, uh, Daniel's 70th week is a seven-year agreement. I've always wondered if it isn't the Oslo Accords they're going to bring forth after the war. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Or maybe, uh, well, we don't really know, and we just have to watch. Uh, Here's something I read about before. Russian defense minister remarks are worrisome. Russian defense minister Soji casually said today, Russia will begin training a nuclear strike. He did not specify whether that means Russia is training to make a strike or training in the event of a strike upon them. Now, you have to go back a little bit in time when uh, Russia decided and changed their nuclear uh, protocols and said that if they feel threatened, they have the right of preemptive strikes. Now, I just read to you where their Samant 2 or Satan 2 missiles are on high alert. So anyway. Uh, hey, Stuart. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Larry. Uh, what you just read, that nuclear exercise that they're doing presently even, that is the one I told you that is the name of it is Grom, G-R-O-M, which means thunder in Russian. Yeah. Seven thunders found in the Bible, and nobody knows what the seven thunders are. Some people claim they know, but I don't. So I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, China fires its defense minister as I've reported, and they have the roll-on, roll-off ferries going towards Taiwan. So, like Larry just said, would they take advantage of this situation? And the or- I believe the answer is obvious. Yes, they will. Why not? I mean, if push comes to shove, when you've got nothing to lose, or when you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. And if we get into a world nuclear war, it's just going to 
It's going to go out of control because wars go out of control. And uh, the rich men of the earth have have made all these underground cities, a lot of people don't believe it, huge underground cities, huge underground highways, huge uh, uh, magnetic trains underground. People don't even believe that. Well, it's true. And guess what? They don't intend to invite any of us listening or talking to uh, go down in those places. That's for the elite to ride out a nuclear war. They have enough stuff down there. They can stay for 20 years if they have to. And uh, there's a reason why they have been doing all this, and I think we're beginning to find out what that reason is, and Albert Pike clearly tells us what this is all about, and it is to bring about the new world order and the introduction of Lucifer. Anyway, I want to get into something else that's going on. Border alert goes up in Canada for fugitive Maine killer Robert Card. It's revealed he left behind a cell phone to throw cops off his scent after killing 18, wounding 13. He has become obsessed with stock market crashes and Biden before the massacre. Now, there's something wrong with this. I can't tell you what it is. I just have that feeling this is not what it appears to be at all. There's something else going on, and uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Um, what else you got, Larry, you want to bring up? Yeah, that was really interesting because apparently he had, uh, you know, they were worried that he was going back to the hospital to finish off some of the survivors. And they had armor and everything, you know, in and around that hospital. But apparently what he did, he had a, he had a plan ahead of time he had a boat stationed, and, of course, this happened, I think, up in northern Maine. And mm-hmm. anyway, he dumped his car and took a boat, and I suppose went up into Canada by boat. But uh, he was way ahead of all of them. I mean, this guy had a plan. Yes. Yeah, he either did or he had a car. He could be in Boston. He could be anywhere. But he had it well, well planned out. I don't know if he's a Rambo type or what they're kind of dealing with. Uh, I don't know that much about him. Uh, But what seems kind of odd to me is everybody said he was one of the nicest guys around. But last year he had a hearing problem, and he had a hearing aid, and he began to hear voices. And uh, it reminded me of Russ Disdorf and a black awakening where some of these military types have been implanted. They don't even know it. The memory is erased, and uh, when the signal's given, they go out and kill people. And there's something going on here that uh, uh, we don't probably know. Anyway, here's another headline. Is Israel a dressed rehearsal for the United States? Now, I know Larry has talked a lot about this. I have, how we have been invaded, and Jeremiah the prophet says, that God is behind this invasion, and we have now Syrians, we have Afghanistans, we have all kinds of uh, people coming into America who are clearly terrorists. And God says when the signal's given, they are going to rise up and cause a lot of mischief and a lot of death in the United States. Well, with what's going on in Israel with Iran and sleeper cells we have here, boy, I would certainly be uh, really alert when I'm going out anywhere. Uh, We live uh, just outside a very small town, and there are people in there that are clearly not locals. Who are they? And they're being bust everywhere. And this is Biden and his high treason. The guy's a treason, Um, like just about all the intel agencies got to remember America has to go down and has to be put under the United Nations. That's the plan. And they're going to do it one way or another. You're not going to stop them because God's going to allow it. And then he's going to turn upon these people who do it and destroy them as well. But they don't ever learn anything, I guess. Anyway, what do you think about this? Um, Larry, I'm, I would think that, we could have sleeper cells awaken now, anytime. 
Well, the latest that I've heard, and I, I've, I've been following really close uh, America's Voice News because they have Todd Benzman on. You know, he's really heavy in the uh, border situation. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben Burkwam, Oscar Blue, uh, J.J., uh, I can't remember his name at right this second, but all of these people, some of them are uh, either retired or they quit the Border Patrol, and a lot of them are leadership, and a lot of the whistleblowers now from the Border Patrol are saying, we've even got his bolus sales, and we're talking, that's Lebanon, matter of fact, yes. that's, like, that's, that's like Hamas, I mean, these are bad, bad guys, but they're saying they're here. Uh, they even whistleblowed. I, I saw it come across America's Voice News. And if people don't watch that, you need to watch it. You're never going to hear it on these other shows. But they they had uh, an alert, and, and uh, the Border Patrol whistleblowers were warning mainstream media and telling them, warn the people in America. They said, you have no idea. The Syrians are coming through, Palestinians. Biden's even flying Palestinians in, and they're using another nationality. They're putting them under another nationality. It's literally an invasion, but we just, uh, the American people just don't get it. And uh, so American Voice News put that alert out, and uh, and matter of fact, uh, Border Patrol was telling mainstream, warn everybody. Don't just warn a few, warn every American. But, of course, they're not getting the message. They, they can't hear it, and they don't want to hear it. But, Stuart, we're really in trouble. We have got possibly 5.7 million under Biden. It's probably eight now. Uh, they're bringing thousands and thousands in. And uh, they, they're coming in, loading up on buses at the, on inside the U.S. At, at the Border Patrol places, and they're busting them all over the country. And uh, I've even seen some of the videos. If you had not seen them, you should. We've got our own mini Gazas all across America. You don't even know they're there. You're, they're corporations that have yep. put this together under Soros and the U.N. The U.N. operation is really covering it all, basically. It's an invasion of America. And when these people, and I, I've said this, I've, I've, I've shared that when these people, when, you, when something happens in America and they rise up, and, and it may be simply suddenly our money collapses and we can't feed them and take care of them, put them up in a hotel and keep their iPhone on and give them money and pay all their bills and give them medical for free, they get, they get what the American people do not get. We, the American people don't get anything like these people are getting. What happens when that suddenly stops? They're not yeah. just going to say, oh, well, let's wander on down to the border and go home. They're going to take. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a feeling that this deal in Maine, has to do because now the hue and cry is to get the American people off their AK-47s and AR-15s. Why would you want to do that when we know that we're being invaded from outside? They're already taking up these cell structures inside, like Larry just said. Why why do they want to disarm the American people? Well, it's all part of the U.N. operations, that's why. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was just going to mention, I know we're about out of time, but uh, if you'll go on my blog or you go to Breitbart a couple of days ago, uh, or War Room, uh, Sebastian Gorka, he worked under Trump at the White House. He had to leave with Bannon because they couldn't work there anymore under communism, if you will. But yes. uh, Gorka has written a, fa- a letter to his family describing how to survive what's about to come. Everybody needs to go read that. You need to read that information. Uh, uh, John Vandeventer asked me one time, we was met for coffee, he said, why do you always sit and watch the door? I, I told him, I said, because I'm not stupid. You know, <laughs> you, you do 30 years of law enforcement, you don't never sit with your back to the door unless you're just dumb. But yep. people have got to change their way of thinking. They've got to learn how to survive. Yeah. Yep, folks, we're in a lot of trouble. We're under judgment from the Lord. We have rejected Jesus Christ. We have rejected his commands to enter in. We won't do it. We say, no, we're not going to do that. Well, if you're not going to do anything that he said, what, what do the people expect? Judgment. It's coming. 
anyway, uh, thanks a lot, Larry, for your input. And, uh, folks, it's a heads up. We have no idea when these cells are going to be activated here in the United States. So take care. Good night. And, uh, again, heads up. Thank you. Bye.